Good morning, folks. It's Rick here. Happy March 1st, right? Today's March 1st. I haven't muted you yet, so you can say good morning. Oh, good morning. Happy March 1st. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Good morning. All right. All right so, good morning. Good morning. It's okay. I know you guys are, like, probably driving and muted and all that good stuff. Hold on one second here. Uh... All right, so I have muted you now. So, ladies and gentlemen, okay, from the Sahara branch, Henry, you can unmute yourself now. Just hit star six. Oh, very cool. That's done. There you go. Okay, all right. So, once again, from the Sahara branch, we have Henry Poujon, uh, real estate extraordinaire. Henry, take a few seconds because, remember, there's people from Arizona and California on here as well as Nevada. So tell them who you are, how long you've been in the business. Maybe a little bit about your transition from your other company to this one might be interesting too. <laughs> Um, uh, First of all, I wanted to give out my phone number, uh, which is uh, 702-767-3061. Again, it's 702-767-3061, and you can reach me by email, which is my last name. It's Prejean, which is P-R-E-J-E-A-N, and then the letter H is for Henry, at gmail.com. And... um, I, first of all, before I get started, I wanted to pitch my new referral listing, uh, which is um, an hour outside of Las Vegas. It's, uh, uh, it's 83038 Kingston Road. It's uh, listed at $1.89 million. It's 40 acres. It's the Shiloh Ranch, which was, uh, I guess it was a, a rescue property for horses that t- Tony Curtis, the actor, ran uh, for years. It uh, has two homes cool. on it, about 2,000 square feet. And um, it's a beautiful property. It's fun to look at. So it's it's listed both on the MLS in Las Vegas. Um, it's in a town uh, called Sandy Valley, and it's uh, it, what's real strange about the property is it sits right up, right between both California and Nevada. So yet, uh, like the property technically it's in the in California, but the area is known as Sandy Valley, and they, they say it's Clark County, but it's I. It's right on the border, so but they say it's in California. I think the the count or the uh, the state line runs right down through the property. So um, wow! So that's uh, just take check it out. Uh, the MLS number for Las Vegas is two 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 nine two eight one, and for uh, California, which I always had a hard time pulling this property up, for California on uh, PWR, which is it's PW two one zero zero two five two three. On, uh, in California, for some reason, they don't have a, a, a city or town uh, listed on the MLS as Sandy Valley. I don't think it's available, so they have other. So I, I've got to – I'm going to see if I can get that changed. But anyway, um, I've, been, I've been in the business since uh, 1993. I just, I just did the calculation. That's 28 years, which kind of blows my mind. I don't know where the time's, time has went. So um, I started with – I started with uh, household finance right out of college in 1989, and um, come to think of it, I started off and I took the job because I knew, I knew what it would do. It was uh, basically a telemarketing job, cold calling, prospecting. I did it for five hours a day, Monday through Friday, 25 hours a week. I made good money, and I just I felt at the time that if I could learn how to sell somebody something on the phone, that I would never starve. So I, I kept that <laughs> for. I did two years, and the third year I moved out to the branch because I wanted to do more face-to-face. But even in the branch, they were all, all always honest. You know, 
prospects, prospects, prospects. They wanted us on the phone all day long. So, which is not a lot of fun, but that's what, that's, you know, we're salespeople. That's what we're supposed to do. So I realized that, and I, you know, and then that, soon after I went to work for a small brokerage in Downey, California for a mortgage company and uh, worked there for a few years. And, um, and then I uh, ended up moving to a brokerage at the beach in Long Beach in Belmont Shore. Uh, which was LB Brokerage. I worked there for three years. I, I, I enticed the guy because I, you know, it was a real estate firm. I hadn't had, I don't have my license yet. I just got my real estate license in 93 and he needed someone to, to set up or run his mortgage division. So basically I started his mortgage division from scratch and it, and it allowed me to do both because um, to be a mortgage broker back then, I don't know what the rules are now, but you had to have your, you had to have your real estate license. So I got my real estate license, uh, Started his mortgage uh, brokerage business, um, built it up, did both uh, the sales on the real estate and did the mortgages too. Uh, so I, I've had some clients where I'd do both, where I'd write the mortgage and um, and do the loan as well. So did that for years, uh, became a very successful uh, mortgage broker. My volume, well, I was doing 15 to 20 loans a month, um, making nice. a lot of money. Um, now, I remember in the beginning, though, you know, I had a prospect every day. I would, I remember yeah. going down with my buddies to the beach. We'd spend all day at the beach, and we'd come rolling in about four, three or four in the afternoon, and we'd prospect from four to six or four to seven, you know, and we'd maybe work on our files in the morning, but that's how it was. And when I got to LB Brokerage, it was more I, I really committed myself. And um, it took me four, four years, and that fourth year in, in – 2000 and let's see, 93 and 4, 97, 1997, I was able to buy my first beach house there just right within walking distance of the brokerage there in Belmont Shore, which was quite a feat for me because I, I had finally got out of debt the, the day or the, the year before and um, mm -hmm. ran that successfully. And I was, you know, I remember the year 2007 and I remember pinching myself. I'm going like, I wonder, you know, just deep down inside, I was kept, had that thought. I was like, I wonder how long this is going to last. How long is this business going to crank? And, um, of course, by then, I wasn't cold calling anymore. And um, uh, the mm -hmm. phone just rang off the hook. I remember going to a Mike Ferry seminar for the first time. I'd never been to a Mike Ferry seminar. It was uh, 2004 in Palm Desert. It was, I mean, he, t he talked about yep. prospecting. I, and it just never hit me, you know. And I just kind of, I kind of shrugged my shoulders at it. They tried to get me involved. I said, oh, I really don't need to prospect. My phone rings off the hook. In fact, I used to kid, kid to my wife. I said, if it got slow, we just, I said, it's time to go on a road trip or let's go to Hawaii or somewhere. Because the minute we'd get to the airport, my phone would start ringing. So, <laughs> which was, yeah, which you, was amazing. So, you want your phone to ring or you want to get busy. Just, uh, so, so give me an idea. So I, I, I know that uh, uh, you also work in California. So you have your license in Nevada. By the way, it yes. is still, uh, you still have to have your license in California to do mortgages. Not in Nevada, but in and I don't think so in Arizona either. But in California, you do. So, give an idea of uh, you, you know the last couple of years, how it's been, you know, and maybe what your goal is this year. So, just they just get an idea of where you are, Henry. Okay. Well, what happened is um, in in uh, 2010, after uh, Bear Stearns blew the market up in 2008 and blew mm -hmm. basically blew my mortgage business. Um, up it, where I, I those last two years from 2008 to 2010 I didn't close a mortgage not one I couldn't get anyone to wow. find anything so um, at the time I had a house here in Las Vegas that was fully furnished so the, the beach house was running just uh, 
astronomical amount. And I had a lot of properties. I had uh, at one time acquired 21 properties. And I owned a local laundromat. So, so finally, I was able to pretty much unload most of the properties. I sold the laundromat, which that was the only tie that kept me in Long Beach. So we took off to Vegas here. And I sat here in Vegas from 2010 to 2015, and I didn't do much of anything. I was a day trader uh, during the day, and, and I could just never get profitable the way I wanted to day trading uh, for six and a half hours. That's a long time to sit in a place. So I thought, you know, I know the real estate business really well. I've, I, I have a lot of transactions under my belt. I just, I'll go get my license. So that's what I did. I started studying, got my license in 2015. My first broker was USA Property Management, and the only reason why I picked them out is because they used to uh, take care of uh, my Vegas properties for me. So I was there for a few weeks, and um, I went to a, uh, a CE class, which was being taught by um, someone from uh, Berkshire Hathaway. And the gal, uh, I forget what her name is. She's the Italian gal that teaches from uh, St. Rose's office. I just, her name is just, I've been Michelle Castellari. Yeah, Castellari. Michelle Castellari yeah. was at the State Building, and I talked to her a little bit, and she taught. She she was the one that mentioned. She says anyone that wants to go and get the free education is free to everybody. It's no longer free. I know that. Uh, then go to uh, you know the Real Estate Academy dot com. I believe that's what it is, um, and sign up for the course. So I went to the to the site. I, I signed. I looked at it. So this is cool. I, and I don't have to pay for CE classes, and and then I saw. This course called Real Estate Success, and I go like I start reading it. I go, that sounds like a Mike Ferry thing, and I'm going, I want to go to that. And I want, you know, I was thinking like, I wonder if I could go, you know. And then I, and I said, well, I wonder if the the website would let me sign up. So I signed up, and I was nervous about going the whole time. I'm thinking, I wonder if they're gonna let me in this thing. So I snuck into class. Rick, this is where I met Rick. And um, Rick's all, I mean, when you first meet Rick, he's really impressive. I looked at him like, wow, the guy looks like a million dollars in that, you know, his suit looks perfect on him. And I'm going, well, that's the way I want to look, you know. And I was probably 60 pounds overweight then. I'm looking at this guy and go, I need to look like this guy. This guy is sharp. He put on the school. I was so happy. And at the the last day, um, this guy walks up, this little blonde, and her name is Kathy Hornis. And she goes, you know something? I go, no, what? She goes, I know everybody in this class except I don't know who you are. So I introduced myself, and we got to talking, and I had a meeting with her. And, and uh, you know, they, kept, they were trying to get me to, to come over right away, and I'm not, you know, I'm very loyal. I was, no, 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 I'm not coming over. And then I thought about it, I thought about it. Within a week, I, was all, I, I came over to Brookshire Hathaway. And, uh, and yep. you know, and, and I just... You know, it's just been such a fabulous company. I, th- I want to thank Amanda and Suzanne, my uh, branch manager, and, and um, my branch They're managers, great. basically. And, I want, and Larry Tate, he is fabulous there in Yorba Linda. And uh, Mark mm. Stark, is, uh, I don't know who's the finest owner in the world, but him, he's just been awesome. So, so yeah, I started my career in, in 2015, came back, and, you know, you think you know? I'm I'm thinking I'm going to you know kill it right from the get go. I'm not that story. If you came here to listen to me or you're listening to this podcast and you expected me to say, oh yeah, I closed 27 deals the first year. No, <laughs> it didn't happen for me. I didn't close any deals the first year. In fact, I had one client die on me. So I had you know three or four escrows fall out. So but you know I just came in religiously. I got on the phone two to three hours a day. I was prospecting. I was sitting down at the time. I probably didn't have a lot of energy, but I started off. So that year I didn't close anything. And then 2016 was a better year 
but it was still slow. It was a grind. Same thing on the phones, on just you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would I would show uh, rentals, of course. Um, I got a good idea that I, I actually I, I went through the MLS and found all the the um, property managers that had more than like three or four rental listings, and I put them all in an email list, and I sent them all an email, look, look, I'll be your showing agent. So I was uh, showing a lot of rentals at the time, and that's a lot of hard work, but what it did is it got me out looking at Las Vegas. I am not familiar here. So I, I, you know, got to see the city, got to meet a lot of nice people. The the renters that that I did happen to uh, rent the home to, I would take their name down and I would put them on uh, on my calendar to call them the very next year, the month before the the uh, rent came up or the um, lease came up to make sure that I would follow up with them to see if they might be interested in uh, buying some property. Sure enough, I've had uh, several old tenants buy properties for me. So then, um, you know, I had a good, pretty good 2016 and 2017 came around and I was, you know, and I had, I had uh, decided that I was going to hang my license in, uh, in Yorba Linda and get my California license active. That way I could, I could go back and forth, see my parents, which still live in La Palma, California. And I just thought it would be a great way to, uh, to get going out there. And, and I just, you know, I, I dropped a little seed on my sister, Sherry. I said, look at Sherry. I said, we could be a team out here. Why don't you get your license also? So she's, you know, it take, it took her a while to come around and she finally got her license. So then, um, so I had a pretty decent year. Uh, at the end of 2018, I finally got my first license, uh, my first listing in Long Beach, California, the old, my old hood there. Sold that pretty quickly in, in, uh, in uh, December and started the, the 2018 year off pretty well. And, you know, I was going along and still I spend two to three hours a day on the phone. Um, you know, I, I, I do everything that I can. And then um, in November or, or the last, about the last four or five months of the year, my mom became ill, was sick in the hospital. So I was having to drive every other week back to California and still work in the business. And then, uh, Right around my birthday, I, lo- I lost my marriage. My marriage blew up. So, <laughs> so wow, yeah, crazy so, change then, for you, right? And then, yeah, then December, um, my mom passed. So mm. that was rough. Yeah, but um, that was rough. So yeah. Anyway, so the, the, the support that I got from the branch. And from this company was awesome. It, that kept me pushing forward. But, you know, I, was, I panicked. And I remember um, when, when something like that happens, you'll, you'll panic. You won't, you won't know what to do. And you just have to keep moving forward. You know, I, I ended up with the house by myself to pay all the expenses and stuff. And I was, you know, all this fear hits you. You wonder, wonder if you're going to be able to close deals. You're going to be able to pay all the bills. You can make the house payment. You know, all this anxiety. There's but at the, the end of 2018, if you looked under the dictionary under anxiety, there was my picture. The anxiety was tremendous, and I suffer from it today a little bit. Not so much depression, but anxiety. And um, mm. so I really had to buckle down. I really had to, you know, I, I pray every day now. I do. I, I get up in the morning. I, I chant my, my affirmations every day out loud. Um, I have this routine. I go to the gym. From 2018 for the over that next year, I, I lost 60 pounds. I'm in I'm probably in better shape than I was in in high school. Um, 
mm-hmm. and then just just, just I was running scared. So my brain, my, my my thing was, you know, I get up, say my prayers, I would do my uh, my affirmations, I would go to the gym, work out. I go from the gym directly to the branch. I prospect and work there till about five or five thirty. And because I was so paranoid, I was Uber and lifting from about. I'd, I'd have to drive home, drop my briefcase off, get back in the car, and I drive the strip till. 10:30, 11:30 at night on Friday and Saturday, I drive till midnight. So that you know, so I would make you know anywhere from 100 to 125 bucks a day, and there at the end I pushed it. And and during that time, my business started to take off as well. But I still, I didn't have the confidence that I could. That I didn't. I just didn't want to run through any of my savings. And I achieved that goal, and I started closing things. I started getting listings. I started getting referrals. I stayed on the phone every day, and then. Um, and then all of a sudden, we, we were in uh, March of 2020, and on the 17th, I remember, and they shut everything down. Well, that kind of stopped. Uh, we're, I didn't I feel like I had to drive anymore because my business had started taking off. So I just decided, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay with the grind. And, and you, know, you interviewed me, I think, soon afterwards at the branch, mm-hmm. and my, my business Facebook was taking Live, off. Facebook Live, yeah, it was great. Yeah, and I just, um, you know, I, I just, same thing, I, I say my informations daily, I pray daily, I, I, I do what I'm supposed to do daily, and, um, you know, and businesses just been coming from all sources, not just listings, not just from prospecting. I've been getting referral business left and right. People have been calling me out of the blue. Um, past clients have been referring me. All this goodness is coming. It's like, it's like you have that one saying that you said that from, uh, from Dreyer, this is, you know, the it, you know, if all you have to do is, is, is put your foot forward and the universe will conspire to help you, you know. Yeah. Um, and, yeah and, and, you know, and the word, okay, so the word that, uh, that comes to mind when you go through that description, and which, by the way, congratulations. I mean, think about it. You, um, you know, you went through all that hardship. You, you actually lost 60 pounds. You look great. Your energy is incredible. Now your business is incredible. Just tell them, so, just so they understand, what is your goal for this year? Well, this year my goal is 24 deals, and and I'm I'm okay. almost I can see it coming to to pass. I mean, I'm going to get close. Yeah, it's you know yeah. I've almost I've been closing one to two deals a month. I'm like you know I just you know I'm, I the yeah. trouble is is having a mentality, and I don't know why I just you know I'm I'm just like everybody else, especially if you're out if you've never done any phone work before. Yeah, it can be intimidating, but I I know when uh, you know I I'm in Rick's coaching group every other week and I'm uh, I have my wig call in with Amanda every week and those are so important and people don't understand that the fact that you that you give the commitment believe me over time your yeah. brain's going to find a way to, to keep the commitment and a lot of people yeah. don't, don't believe that they quit they quit coaching before it starts to happen but believe me when you when you make the commitments every day your subconscious knows you're making that commitment and you're going right. to slowly over time you'll be more committed and you'll see your business bloom and blossom, and it will take off. And and that's what's happened since uh, since you know uh, last year, uh, since March. It's just been on a roll. And this new year, it's this is the best start I've had since I've got there. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on I'm on pace to do to do maybe do uh, my 24 deals this year. And and hey, half of those hopefully they're all half of them were in California. That's a lot of money there. Yeah, you know. So um, yeah, you have, you have that momentum going because of what you've been doing, okay? And and that's absolutely fabulous. All you got to do is keep the prospecting going, keep you know, 
energy, enthusiasm into your prospecting. And, you you know, you may surprise yourself. You may go over that 24 years. I wouldn't be shocked at all if you do that, by the way. Yeah, I, I just, okay. um, I'm just, I'm bound to determine just to stay on the phone, prospect, do the same thing every day, say my prayers, say my ac- uh, affirmations, uh, go to my yep. week coaching, go to your coaching. Um, you know, I attend yep. the Mike Ferry seminar twice. I went to the uh, productivity school. I'll go to um, yep. the superstar retreat. Um, I'm plug- I've got two great coaches. Amanda used to be a Mike Ferry coach. Rick is a Mike Ferry coach. We have the best coaching here um, that yep. I can imagine. And if you're not taking advantage of it, oh, my Lord, I, I just you have to. And I've been, <laughs> and I've been with that. Rick since, since day one, since I could get in. I think you when I joined to, I, I um, Brookshire. That. Yeah, I was on the waiting list for a month or two. For what, four, four years now. You've been in my coaching for about four yeah. years now. And uh, one of the things that's amazing, folks, is that most of the people in your group have changed, but you stayed and you just keep. So it's good. It's good when someone like yourself especially is in there because other people get to hear that what they're doing is going to work if they keep going. That's not the issue. The issue is do you have the stick to to keep going? So which brings me to my favorite question, Henry, okay, so now knowing all you've learned and the hardship and everything you've been through, okay, which, now, quick question. Do you think the hardship may be added to your discipline and your commitment to make it happen? Well, I'll tell you something that was funny. Go ahead. After losing my marriage and, and my mom, in, you know, at the end of 2018, you know, almost at the same all time, year, yeah. Yes, that I was I was suffering all year. So when when March of seventeen to twenty twenty hit around, I just I threw up my hands when they closed it. I just go, oh now, well, I go welcome to the welcome world of my world. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. So I think I think what was happening that that year of of just you know terrible anxiety, terrible loneliness. Just I mean, I was more prepared than I think most people for this COVID thing. Yeah. So right. it, 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 fired, big, it fired me up. It yeah. made, made me even more determined because I saw other people suffering. I know what it, I know what it feels yeah. like. I I yeah. was there. I go welcome to my party. You know. Yeah. So just it, so everybody it, understands, um, I just so everybody understands. I was concerned about Henry during when he was going through both of those, the, not, not the COVID thing, but with his wife and his mother. That I I actually checked in on you a couple times on my way home just to make sure you were doing yes. okay because. Yeah, and you would, and you were, but you weren't. Uh, you didn't sound like you do now. But when you go through hard stuff, it's always like that. And it's like it's like you just said. And then all of a sudden, the gift of desperation. When you when you have things like that go on, and you make it through it, you're proud of yourself. You, you know, you feel great about yourself. And when something else comes along, you're prepared to handle it. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And you, which yeah. I, I hear it in our coaching calls a lot, where the where the uh, that one of the agents, they'll, they'll be having a rough time. Something's going on. Yeah. And, and I, will, I will always mention it. Rick's heard me say it before. I said, the enemy will come at you the hardest, right, when you're just about to succeed. So just, right. you have to look at it that when, when things look like everything's falling apart in your life, believe me, the enemy's coming at you, and just stick to it, fight through it, because you, on the other side, you're going to have tremendous success. And that's the way you should look at it when things come at you. It's like, uh, you know, just become more determined that you're not going to be stopped. Keep pushing forward. You know, I, I read my affirmations. Not only that, when I'm at the gym, I listen to the, the audio books every single day, the PMA books. You know, I got your your yep. reading list. I go through all those every single day. And that's that's the only reason why I have a good attitude. I know it because I, you know, the, at one point I thought you I was going to quit, it. but I'm not. 
Yeah, I'm not a quitter, and I just you got to keep pushing forward. And I hope this phone call is an inspiration to somebody out there because it, it will work for you. Oh, believe me, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Okay, so let's call that because I'm going to ask you for three most important. Let's call that the first one. Yeah. When things start, when the wheels start to come off the bus, it means you're getting close to something changing. Don't stop. Okay, something so that's, that's such a like critical just about one. to happen. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so give them two more things that you've learned and you think would be helpful to their, you know, transformation. Some of them are new and, you know, and some of them want to go to take their business to the next level. So what would be the second most important piece of advice you'd give them? Well, the second most important piece is during that whole time between uh, 2004, after I got married, to 2000 and before, to 2008, I must have flown over all over this country, looking at new businesses, looking at other things, um, trying to get, trying to find a way to, to keep my mortgage business consistent. I was so upset that the, my mortgage business wasn't consistent. And Demi me never even thought about prospecting daily. Mm. So I wasted all that time, and it's like the you know that book Acres of Diamonds it was right below your feet, it was right underneath me. You know I. I was there at the Mike Ferry Seminar in 2007 and didn't even get it then. But I think the biggest thing is, is that I'll, I'll never do is I'll never stop prospecting. I will never stop. I'm going to do every – that was the big aha. You know, I already have a yep. fabulous business. I don't need another fabulous business. I have the real estate business. You can make more money in this business than I know anything else, not unless you can sell 747 jumbo jets, but – I've only known one guy to do that. Because you can't that, sell 777s, uh, though. <laughs> yeah. So I would say never stop prospecting. You're, you know, if your business is going nuts, at least get one hour in. Always prospect, yeah. prospect, prospect. So this time around, since I'm, I'm having a second chance here in my real estate business, I'm never going to stop prospecting. And I guess my, I've got two other things. The other thing I, I want to say is stay out of debt. Stay out of debt and pay off your home if you, if you can. Um, the debt can, can, can kill you and cause you pain and suffering. And the, the, the better, you, better you can do that, I would say stay out of debt if you can or get out of debt or have a plan to get out of debt. Make that a Right. Um, and then the last thing yeah, would I, be I, to – yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, just like you just said, don't spend what you don't have. You know, I mean, a lot of people in real estate think, well, if I buy this expensive car and I, then I'll chase the money, that's not, that's stress. So I, I agree with you. Stay, you know, don't buy more things than you can afford uh, until you can afford them. So go ahead. The third right. one. That, the, the third one I wrote down, just save 10% of your income. Ah. Save 10% of your income. That's just. The richest man in Babylon. Your rainy day. Yeah. Save 10% of your income. And the only other thing I wrote down is, you know, I, I do have a plan to, to invest in real estate again, and this is my plan. You know, I had at one time the 21 properties in a laundromat, and I tried to hold everything forever, you know, thought I was going to hold everything till, uh retirement age. And I had, you know, some of those properties had 60 or had 40% um, loan to value. I mean, they were, they were real, you know, I had most of the mortgages, you know, way down, some at 50%. I used to borrow against properties and buy more. And but see, I was trying to hold everything, and then I, I the market shook me out, so I ended up losing everything. So yeah. this time around, I thought I'm going to play Monopoly. I'm going to buy two houses. So the goal is to buy one to two houses a year, and the third year sell the the two houses that I bought the first year, and just right. roll my 
real estate. That way, I'm never caught with, you know, yeah. like I, you know, got caught before. And then eventually, work your way into having everything your 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 investments paid off, your real estate paid off. And and what I say about Monopoly, you can roll those houses, 1031 exchange into either more homes or uh, maybe an eightplex. Um, and then yeah. you could you can roll that into shopping centers and hotels, and um, that, that's that's my other plan. So, and awesome. then the last yeah the last thing is you feel like you're paying too much in taxes, you're making a lot of money. All I know is because I do my own taxes every year. Is every time I bought a property, my my, my t- the amount of taxes I would have to pay at the end of the year would go down. So there's go nothing down like yep. There's nothing like an expense on a property because we're, we're the only ones that we can, you know, that can write off real estate losses and depreciation against our income as we make it as real estate agents. Where yeah. a doctor can't buy real estate and write off losses on an apartment building to, you know, he can't write yeah. those write offs. So he can't write those off so against true. his uh, practice, you know. So, so those are my tips. I hope, um, I hope this that was awesome, Henry. Somebody, but well. In closing right now, I would say, Henry, thank you very much for taking your time out. He gave your phone number, so this will be on my podcast forever. It will also be on my YouTube channel. Congratulations, Henry. You're an inspiration, really. I truly believe that. Thanks for being with us with with the company. We appreciate it, and thanks for such kind words today. Everybody else will pick this up in one week, and don't forget, hey, Henry, don't forget we have the Mike Ferry uh, increase, you know, enhancing your listing presentation tomorrow at 1 o'clock. All of you look at that link. It will be going out again today. Right on. All right. Thanks, Henry. Thanks, Rick. Have a great day. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.